high time now for our tune of the week. One, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. And we are back on the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Here today is AKA Alex Bravo. Here he's going to explain about his artist background, his history, what songs he has coming up, and his upcoming adventures within the music industry space, and his eclectic background pursuing this endeavor. So let's welcome Alex Bravo, and he's going to chat a little bit more about his music industry songwriting experience. Hey, Alex Bravo. Welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Really excited to hear everything about you and your artist venture within the music industry and hearing how you have grown exponentially as an independent artist. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity and just appreciate for you having me here. So to get started, what got you interested in pursuing a career in the music industry? Do you have any artists that you look up to, any mentors? Um, I know Smalls is one of your good colleagues that recommended me to interview you. Yeah, so uh, it's funny because uh, Smalls is actually the reason why I had my first performance because she introduced mm. me to the Something Dope events, which is a community where, you know, they all help out upcoming artists like me, independent artists, to network with others, opportunities to perform and have other big producers um, listen to their music. And Something Dope is actually just a really cool community that helps a lot of people and a lot of artists to actually feel like they're in the right place and feel like they're in the right track. And yeah. yeah, so tell us a little bit more like how you got started, what got you interested. I know Smaltz has played a pivotal role, but any other artists or um, what yeah, got so, you interested in the singing and songwriting? Yeah, so uh, the genre that I make is actually, it's reggaeton. So okay. uh, growing up, I would always have, you know, my mom playing reggaeton in the back when she would clean the house. So it's something that has always been around and she would always play Daddy Yankee and he's obviously the king mm -hmm. of the genre. He's the one who created the genre. So definitely that's one of my favorite artists, one of the artists I look up to a lot. And Bad Bunny as well. I've seen Bad mm -hmm. Bunny grow a lot. Definitely, I mean, you're pretty sure you know about him. You know, he's like on yeah. the, one of the <laughs> most top Latin artists right now. So he definitely inspires me a lot too because I don't know if you know, but he used to work like at a market, you know, just literally regular person just like everybody else and now he's like literally one of the biggest you know um latin artists in the world global but and yeah. did you go to a bunch of these concerts and venues it, growing up in norwalk california um and this this kind of played an also an important role in you pursuing a career in this field uh yeah so uh Truth be told, um, I grew up in Norwalk, but right after middle school, I actually moved out of Norwalk. But uh, I did, I was able to see a lot of, you know, uh, artists growing up perform. Um, like I said, music has always actually been, you know, something I've always wanted to do. Because at first, I didn't know what kind of music I wanted to make. I was just kind of like exploring all these genres. I wanted to actually do English music at first, but mm. then um, it didn't really pop off. So then when I started making Spanish music, I realized it was more natural. It was easier as far as writing, delivering, singing-wise. 
So, uh, yeah, so I definitely have been uh, seeing a lot of artists perform from the start as far as like underground artists, so like really famous artists now. So I could definitely say that music has always been around and it's always been in my blood as far as wanting to do it and pursuing it. It was just a matter of, you know, um, not caring about what others would think and just doing it without mm-hmm. being scared, you know? Yeah, I think it's, you definitely hit the nail on the head with that. I think, um, especially this industry and entertainment in general and media, it's, you definitely can't be risk averse and you have to be willing to take that initiative and drive and have that motivation in order to pursue this career or else um, you'll be in that maybe steady nine to five. Would you say it's definitely not a nine to five job? It's not that typical nine to five workout, right? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, look, the thing about being independent is that nobody really realizes how much you put in work, you know, as far as mm-hmm. the sacrifice you make, you know, because you have your personal lifestyle. Yeah. You have your, you know, that artist lifestyle you're trying to chase and you're trying sure, to pursue. Yeah. And I don't think people really understand how hard it is when you're independent because you don't have a team where someone's controlling your social media, posting for you or doing your videos. You know, you kind of do everything on your own. Like I uh-huh. edit all my videos, my music videos. I promote myself. You know, my marketing is me. My manager is me. You know, I do everything myself. Mm-hmm. But I know eventually that will change. But it's mm-hmm. just a matter of, educating myself enough where I can be part of every role so when I do have that team I know what exactly I'm looking for mm-hmm. and you know it also comes down to trust as well you know because you sure. know the music industry could be very 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 shady t- sometimes <laughs> shady and cutthroat yep <laughs> exactly so uh-huh. you definitely want to be careful with who you surround yourself with and you know the team yeah. you actually want to grow with yeah and but when yeah, did you sorry Oh, no, I was just going to say it's definitely overwhelming at times, but it's yeah. knowing that you're doing what you love that makes everything worth it. For you know? sure. Yeah. It doesn't feel like even a job or um, just a hustle. It feels like very rewarding and exciting and thrilling because then you also able to engage with your fans as well. Exactly. And then I feel like <clears throat> consistency is key. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're able to practice and perfect your craft, no matter how long it takes, you will make it happen, you know? And we, you know, right now we're in a, in a time where everything's digital, you know, and it could be a little more difficult since now you have more people doing music compared to before, you know, but it's just having that mm-hmm. ability to promote yourself different than others, you know, having the visuals, you know, I actually wanted to talk about that. Visuals are very important. One thing I realized is that your music might not be as good, but if your visuals are good, you're already catching people's attention. You already have people wanting to click on your profile or wanting to see your image and wanting to see who you are. You know, and that's one thing I've always had in mind, you know, like if my music's going to be good, I need to make sure my visuals match with that, you know? Sure. And you don't and- necessarily need money for it. I mean, there's a lot of people that think you need money to have cool visuals, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You just got to be able to, you know, be smart and work with what you have. Yeah, sure. We have a plethora of resources where you can create your own social media posts. There's Canva. Um, you can yeah, use CapCut now. Yeah, you can use also Photoshop, InDesign. You can teach all your all of it and learn all of it on YouTube. Articles yeah. you can look up. So it's very accessible today. And would you say that also? Do you have like a favorite social media platform that you're very well versed in, like Instagram or TikTok or? I would say Instagram. Um, I'm okay. mostly active on Instagram as far as like, you know, that's where I post the most. 
but mm-hmm. I try to post mostly in every platform that I can to take advantage of it. I mm-hmm. do use TikTok. I recently actually started posting more TikToks because I realized that, you know, one video might not get as much algorithm or get pushed as much, but the more you post and depending on the hashtags you use, it can either get pushed, you know? Sure. So I feel like TikTok is one of the biggest flap, uh, platforms we can be using at the moment as far as promoting ourselves. Because TikTok can really change your life if you're consistent and you're really trying to put yourself out there, you know? It's yeah. just a matter of consistency. Like I said, you know, there's people that post about 10 videos a day and you just got to be able to, you know, make that a routine and always have that, you know? But yeah, definitely would say Instagram is my favorite platform because that's where I have people interacting more. Mm-hmm. But I am starting to post more on TikTok. I'm starting to see more, you know, interaction there as well. And would you um, also say that... Um, this influence from reggaeton helped you uh, produce uh, some of your latest work and current work. Um, can you tell us a little bit about more of your current songs that you're working on or have recently released or any albums or EPs? Yeah, so I'm actually working on an EP right now. But it's funny because I don't even know if I wanted to be an EP or an album because that's how much music I have. I've been working so much on, you know, new music to the point where I don't even know if I want to put everything out in one album or in an EP. But I think most likely I'm going to be dropping an EP, maybe about eight tracks max. And then after that, I'll just work on an album completely. Because I feel like if I do drop an album this year, it's not going to get the recognition that I feel like it would deserve. So I might as well just drop a small EP, you know, or just something to have people like really see what I've been working on. But yeah, I've been working on a lot of music. Um uh definitely been in the studio you know a lot putting in work and i'm excited to drop this man i'm excited to see you know how people are going to react to the new music that i have because i feel like i already found myself in a way now it's just a matter of perfecting my sound and that confidence and that delivering when i sing mm-hmm. yeah and can you tell us like some some of your first songs that you produced recorded what was the process like and what were some of the takeaways that you took from those first songs uh, that you created and how have your songs kind of changed or progressed over the time yeah so my very first song was my very first song is actually called sueño that's my very first song i actually Mm -hmm. made that song on my i dropped that song on my birthday of 2020 or no 2021 i believe sorry yeah i dropped it on my birthday when i first dropped that song i didn't really expect it you know to get as much uh, you know love or support but it did and um it's funny because when i listen to that song now i can i can definitely hear the difference as far as the progress and like the confidence in my voice you know but yeah i could say that my first song compared to what i have now huge huge difference and definitely big progress as far as like the change of it, all I can say is that um, I'm more confident now with, you know, the way when I'm in the studio, you know, as far as when I first started, I felt like I was nervous when I was in the studio. And I feel like now I don't really care. Like I'll go in there, I'll put my shades on, have a good outfit and I'll just get in like that artist mode, you know, because, you know, Alex yeah. Bravo is Alex Bravo, Brandon is <laughs> Brandon. So <clears throat> I've learned how to separate those two and get into character sure. and like, really just be in there, you know? Yeah, but yeah, what, definitely. I could definitely say my music has, you know, gotten better. Sure, okay. I just came down to the confidence, you know. Confidence, yeah, that's with yeah. everything in life. Personal, professional confidence is key. It's hard to grasp because it's 
one word and that one word is just it's like how do you get confidence but you just it progresses over time exactly and you know having confidence can be difficult at times you know because you might not actually believe yourself 100% but that's when you have to really just build that relationship with yourself sure. to you know uh really understand that you do have it and you can do it you just have to you know keep going and practice makes you know makes perfect mm-hmm. that's it and can you talk about your artist name alex bravo what sparked that and uh what's the meaning behind it yeah so um <laughs> when i first started making music i had no idea what i wanted to call myself cuz you know it's a spanish genre you know uh brandon just doesn't go it doesn't go at all so i started you know thinking and i was like you know what my middle name is alexander it's brandon alexander viatoro so mm. i just grabbed the alex part and i put that as the first you know of name of my artist name and then the bravo bravo in spanish means like you're you're mad like you're always mad mm-hmm. you know and growing up they would always call me that or they would tell me that because i was just very impatient you know i had a low <laughs> temper So in my head I was like you know what let me just put them together see how it sounds and then I just put Alex Bravo and it sounds good to me it sounded good to mm-hmm. me and that's kind of all I really came up with at that time so I was like you know what I've been stressed you know I've been you know overthinking about what I'm going to name myself as an artist I'm going to just keep Alex Bravo and it makes sense mm-hmm. cuz it still yeah. includes my my middle name thing sure. Uh-huh but yeah that's where the artist name Interesting That's really cool so it's like very um powerful I think yeah. it's yeah. No yeah, definitely. Um and I don't know, I feel like nobody really has that name. There is an artist who has that name, but uh-huh. he doesn't do the same genre as me. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much how the name came up and I think I'm gonna <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, well, for the long run. Very cool. And what would you say have been some of the most exciting parts of your career with uh being an independent artist versus being signed by a big brand label? Um I think the most exciting part about, you know, being an independent artist is knowing that you're not the only one doing it, you know, cuz sometimes it can feel like you're alone based off how hard it can get, but then once you go out there and you network with other artists, There's so many so many talented artists out there who are doing the exact same thing as me and I feel like once you know what you really have what you really want and you already have a vision for what you want you don't really need to be looking for a label like that. I feel like at the end of the day when you're independent and you're able to just find that team like I told you that you trust that's all you really need, you know, to be able to just build and like have your own empire. And I think the most exciting part is that like being able to connect with other artists who are doing the same thing as me because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. You know, this is a community, a community of all of us just trying to make it and getting our name out there. Mhm. And you would say like having that discipline and motivation like you said in your bio is very important. Uh putting in the hard work and how much you care about yourself and value your time and efforts. Yes, um that's one thing I had to learn, you know, uh growing up like I put in one of the you know the answers is I've always struggled with time management and I feel like at the age I'm at right now I'm learning how to manage my time more learning how to keep myself balanced and more organized you know mm-hmm. I'm I, right now I'm actually uh starting to do to-do lists I used to not do that and ever since I started doing a to-do list it's helped me out so much cuz I'm able to do more than what I used to do in a day you know cuz I know sometimes it might feel like 24 hours isn't enough but it will it <laughs> is enough when you when you make it enough you know yeah 
But yeah, I'm uh, definitely would say discipline over motivation. You know, motivation is just in a moment. And to be honest, if, with this music career and with, you know, the lifestyle that I'm chasing, you have to have discipline over motivation because there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to feel like you're not going to make it or you're going to feel down. You're going to beat yourself down, you know, and that's what makes it harder, too. But I, like, I, like I said before, I am doing what I love. So it doesn't matter the sacrifices that come with it. It doesn't matter the obstacles that come with it. I feel like as long as I keep my vision and I know where I'm headed, that's all that matters because I'm going to be able to knock down every wall as I come with it. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And it feels like you're giving a lot of inspiration to others that want to be independent artists. Do you have like any advice besides like motivation is very important and being persistent and being passionate about your work but any other tips or tricks that you've taken from either others or just learned along this way yeah um one advice i would actually give to like every uh, uh independent artist like me is to not really worry about the journey or the sound because the more you explore with your voice the more you unlock new sounds with your voice or something different the better because at the end of the day <clears throat> everyone just wants to hear something different you know uh, music can sound the same sometimes but when you're doing the same genre over and over so it's just a matter of you know exploring and playing with your voice to see how far or how much you can unlock within your voice and within your sound and your creativity so that's one advice i would give to other you know independent artists is to not be scared to come up with new sounds or to not be scared to be different you know it's mm -hmm. okay to be different you know it's okay to you know be creative without feeling like you need to do the commercial side of it you know mm -hmm. but yeah that's one advice i would give um and yeah just you know not be scared to find themselves or feel like you know their sound is too different and to the point where they don't want to post it like i'm i'm actually very open with music i i know i do reggaeton but i listen to everything i listen to indie music you know i listen to bob marley sometimes like i listen to literally everything oh, the reggae. okay yeah i i love it like i listen to everything or alternative i like alternative music as well too you know it relaxes mm. a lot yeah but yeah I'm, that's that's what i mean like you know you got to be like sometimes what i like to do is listen to other genres and then connect it with the genre that i make now if that makes sense yeah Okay, so you take, like, inspiration, like you said, from... Yeah, like, uh, sounds, you know, melodies. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Do you take any... I know you're really big into the reggaeton space, but do you take any inspiration from other artists in the alternative rock space? Um, not necessarily. Um, I kind of just have, like, a playlist. Because I have this thing where I'll be... Like, I'll literally be working, or sometimes I'll be walking, or I'll be in public, and I hear a song but I don't know the name of it. I'll literally just tell my phone, hey, Siri, what song is this? And then Yo, I'll listen to it once Shazam. I get home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I've been doing that for years and that's how I able to, That's how I was able to build my playlist. I have a playlist. Interesting. I actually have okay. a 420 playlist, you know, so <laughs> whenever I smoke, I have a whole playlist of the type of music I like to listen to and I get inspired by those type of songs that I have in the playlist. And it's just literally a lot of artists from like, it could be from like songs from the 80s, 90s to early 2000s to now, you know, uh, but mm -hmm. I, I don't have a specific like artist that I can say, but I just have a lot of music that I listen to. And if I really, really feel like I can connect with that artist then I'll look more deeper into it, you know, but 
yeah that's pretty much what i do um you know as far as finding new music i just mm-hmm. listen to it in public or I'll, i'll catch my attention or i'll make me feel some type of way <laughs> i'll just you know i'll search it up or i'll ask my phone what song is this i'll say you know and then i'll play it later on when i'm alone or when i'm when i have time yeah and do you have upcoming goals uh for your music career or just any personal goals that you want to take into consideration for this new year uh yeah uh some of the goals i have for this year for my music career is definitely uh performing more i want to get more comfortable on stage you know and i want to be able to perform in community communities where it's more latinx people you know latinos mm-hmm. uh cuz i feel like a lot of the times where i performed it's only been like hip hop involved as far as like you know the other artists that were part of that event and i kind of this year i want to focus more on looking for events for like just reggaeton you know cuz don't get me wrong at the end of the day i'm so grateful for the opportunities i've had to perform and like just being on stage with you know something dope and like all these other events i've had but i definitely want to you know get closer to events that connect more with the genre that i make cuz that's the type of audience i actually want to capture you know audience that listen to that genre i make you know cuz a lot of times you know um <clears throat> if you go to a place where they have hip hop or just a mixture of all genres you still have a chance of you know having the audience you know want to listen to you but you know it's more uh mixed instead of just sticking to you know the genre that i want to make and the community that i want to be in you know Mhm. And that's what that's my main focus for this year. My main focus this year is to perform more in events that just involve reggaeton, just the genre of reggaeton. Yeah, finding that community. Connect, mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. That way I can connect with the people mm-hmm. that just listen to that more, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's good to find like your craft and niche and then also find a community and social and professional outlet that helps you grow and you can also give back to them as well. Exactly. And you do have a lot of people doing reggaeton out here in LA. I think it's just more of having to put everybody together, you know, because that's one thing I always think about. I feel like I want to build a team where I'll find these artists that are trying to do the same thing as me and maybe just work on something crazy together, you know, like meet up or try to, you know, get in a studio and just make a crazy project together. I don't know. I always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to get all the reggaetonero artists from here in LA. And just put them together, you know, just to go crazy. <laughs> they're just all yeah. hitting. They're all hitting, or they're not. Yeah, going, they are. You, know? you got to search the in the independent artists. Are what's fascinating about them is like there's so many great people out there. You just gotta find your group. It's no, it's yeah, difficult, but the they're, they're out there. That. Maybe start a, start a group. You know, like maybe like um. meet up or uh any other social platform like a facebook group that helps um oh, yeah. active latinx artists um yeah, in would... LA region it'd be a good no, meet up group no yeah exactly and that's one thing i always think about you know cuz why not get together why not try to help each other grow you know as mm-hmm. independent artists i feel like the better you know we learn from each other you know the better it is for us to grow and really just make our names pop out more you know Mm-hmm. But yeah, um I I actually wanted to talk about that as well. Um there is a lot of reggaetoneros out here in LA. Not too many, but there's a good amount. But one thing I was I wanted to say is I feel like also the location and the environment you're in has a lot to do with the type of music you make, you know, because if you pay attention, a lot of the reggaetoneros come from Puerto Rico, you know, or they're all from like, you know, Colombia or 
you know, other countries, not here specifically, you know. And I always think about that because I'm like, damn, like, I know the genre here gets the love and the support as well. But when you go to these other countries, reggaeton is huge. Like, you'll listen to that in every corner. You're in the street, you'll listen to Bad Bunny, you'll listen to reggaeton, any of any other artists, you know, that have, you know, that recognition. And I always think about that. I'm like, damn, like, like what, how would it be if I were to move, you know, like to a different community, like where that's all they listen to? Like, would I have a higher chance to, you know, get more recognized or would I have a higher chance to maybe meet someone that can give me that opportunity? Yeah. You know, I always think about that, you know, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I feel like it doesn't really matter where you stay at or where you're from. As long as, you know, you keep promoting yourself and you're able to make a yeah. brand for yourself and put your name out there, you know, people will fuck with you regardless. You know, if you have a dope sound, dope visuals, people are going to fuck with you. You know, and it's about just being able to leave your footprints with everywhere you go, you know, yeah. to live yeah. that little mark, that little mark where people <laughs> are going to be like, oh, I know him or, you know, I know he did this. You know, that's one thing I always think about that, you know, like where no matter who I meet or what studio I go to I always want to make sure I keep it real and I give you know my positive energy as much as possible mm-hmm. and just tell people that I, you know this is this is a culture you know this is something that you know you gotta you gotta love because it's an art you know and that's one thing I that's one thing I always think about you know like no matter who I meet or where I'm at I always want to leave my little my little trademark my little mark my little footprints you know so yeah. when people do mm-hmm. talk about me or they do ask about me they can give a good impression about myself, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's that brand that you have under your name, uh, artist name, Alex. Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. any last uh, tips, tricks, advice, or just words that you like to say as we wrap up this episode? Yeah. Uh, all I want to say is, you know, to everybody that's, you know, out there chasing your dream, regardless if it's music or not, just keep going. Keep going. You know, don't give mm-hmm. up. You know, as long as you feel complete as a person and you you are doing what you love and you feel like it's right, that's yeah. all that matters, you know. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say, you know, just to everybody out there chasing the dream, don't stop, don't give up. It's going to be a very, very bumpy road, but everything <laughs> will be worth it at the end of the day. You know, you just have to, you know, focus, educate yourself, and yeah. perfect your craft. That's it. Yeah. focus educate and perfect your craft and you're doing all those three you're i know you're working full-time at a restaurant doing the artist stuff as mm-hmm. well as going to school so you're definitely focused doing the education and doing your passion and very driven so congratulations on these achievements thus far and best of luck in 2023 and are you Thank performing you so at any venues uh in the la area soon uh not at the moment like i can't really you know say soon but I will be, uh, you know, uh, looking for events where I can book a show and hopefully have all the people that support me. In Do you there. have a favorite venue in mind? Or? Um, there's one called the Bookspot Book LA. That's where the I Spot? Perform- Yeah, that's where I performed the second time. That was in North Hollywood. Okay. I definitely want to perform there again. It was a really cool venue. Not too big, but not too small. A good enough space, you know, to have cool 40, 50 people in there. Very cool. Well, hope to see you at the book spot and best of luck in 2023. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest upcoming episodes that you will 
here. Email at mediaindustryguru.podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know I'm I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll.